Here are 21 statements I've heard from people whose loved one has died. And you may have heard some of these too. In fact, you may have even said some of them. I certainly have. There are common reactions within the grieving process. And here they are. Why did my loved one have to die? Especially that way. Why, Lord? Why? Why? But why did this awful thing have to happen to me? This isn't fair. Life is not fair. God is not fair. I've got to solve this problem by myself. Nobody else can. I can work through it. I don't need anybody's help. I'll just suck it up and go tough. After all, that's what my old high school coach used to tell me, and he was a man's man. It's always worked for me before. Why shouldn't it now? I'll work harder at the job. I will immerse myself in the job. It'll help me to forget. I wonder if I can get a transfer out of this place. I'll never get close to anyone or anything ever again because I cannot bear to suffer through another loss like this. Will the pain ever go away? I will just live the rest of my life with this tall fence around me to keep the insensitive human race and a cruel God away from me. God, are you really there? Do you really care? If only we'd call the doctor sooner. If only we'd taken a different route or left at a different time or, or not at all. I give up. Life is just too cruel. Why couldn't we see it coming? Why did it happen at school? Why did it happen at church? Why did it happen at camp? Why did I act that way to them? I feel so guilty. I wish I'd told her I loved her more often. I wish I'd told him I loved him more often. If only I was there to say goodbye. If only the seatbelt had been used. If only I'd, if only I'd, if only I had. My friend, if any of those statements are constantly coming from you, then I must tell you that you are placing a higher priority on solving your own problems than you are on pursuing God. You and I and our loved ones die according to God's timetable and not to ours. God can choose to bring you and me and our loved ones home to heaven at any time and in any way he wants. Which, uh, indeed, is a great mystery to you and me. In Job 14, verse 5, it says, Man's days are determined. You have decreed the number of his months and have set limits he cannot exceed. Jesus tells us in Matthew 6, verse 27, Who of you by worrying can add a single hour to his life? 
And in Hebrews 9, 27, we learn that man is appointed once to die and then the judgment. How our loved one died is completely out of our control, but they were firmly under God's control. It's up to you and me to react to it with total confidence that God makes no mistakes. We are responsible for how we react to what happens to us. We are responsible to the attitude we choose to wear each moment of our waking life. It's been said that life is 10% what happens to us and 90% of how we react to it. That is so true, so very true. Wouldn't it be absolutely awesome, great, if you and I could have changed the course of our loved one's life and somehow been there to have kept them from dying, to have pulled them out of it? Yeah, I would have pulled Joseph out, out of that pit, out of that prison, out of that pain. Yeah, I would have done that. And I would have cheated nations out of the man God would use to deliver them from famine. Yeah, I, I, I would have pulled David out, out of Saul's spear-throwing presence, out of the caves he hid away in, out of the pain of rejection. Yeah, I would have done that. And I would have cheated Israel out of a God-hearted king. Yeah, I would have pulled Esther out, out of being snatched from her only family, out of being placed in a position she never asked for, out of the path of a vicious power-hungry foe? Yeah, yeah, I would have done that. And I would have cheated a people out of the woman God would use to save their very lives. Oh yeah, I would have pulled Jesus off the cross, off of the road that led to suffering and pain, off of the path that would mean terrible mocking, nakedness, and horrific beatings spit upon nails and thorns. Yeah, yeah, I would have done that. I would have pulled him out of that. And I would have cheated the entire world out of a Savior, out of salvation, out of an eternity filled with no more suffering and no more pain for those who call him Lord. And oh, my friend, I want to pull you out of your grieving. I want to change your path of sorrow and heartache. I want to stop your pain from breaking you in two. But right now, I know I would be very, very wrong. I would be way out of line. I would be cheating you and cheating the world out of so much good. Because God knows. He knows the good this pain will produce. He knows the beauty this terrible difficulty will grow. He's watching over you and keeping you even in the midst of this deep, deep heartache. And He's promising you that you can trust Him, even when it all feels like more than you can bear. So instead of trying to pull you out of your dark nights of the soul, I'm lifting you up. I'm going before the Father and I'm asking Him to give you strength, to give you hope. I'm asking Him to protect you and to move you when the time is right. 
I'm asking him to help you stay prayerful and discerning. I'm asking him to bless you with these words of hope and healing. And I'm believing he's going to use your life in a powerful and beautiful ways. Ways that will leave your heart grateful and humbly thankful for this road you're on so as to be a blessing to our Lord, yourself, and to others. Amen.